It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. The Puff and Steph Podcast. Steph, today is a very special day. Do you know that? I do know that. Today, I hope you know that. Today is the last day of doing the show from the home studio. Um, almost a year ago, you and I started this little journey on this podcast after pretty awful time in our life and ups and downs just like anyone else through 2020 we've had but we've made it a year tomorrow tomorrow is our one year anniversary of doing the show october 30th 2019 we started this tomorrow is october 30th 2020 and uh we are celebrating in a brand new home. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Today's show brought to you by Freisinger Hyundai, right on the price, right on the pike for October, 0% APR on uh, financing for 2020 Elantra, Sonatas, Konas, and Santa Fe's. Got to be through Hyundai Motor Financing. Good credit, bad credit. It does not matter. Freisinger Hyundai is there for you. Any credit situation, they're going to do their best to put you into a brand new Hyundai, right on the price, right on the pike, Freisinger Hyundai. So... Today is our last show in the quote-unquote old studio, also known as my attic. Um, Tomorrow, we start a brand new adventure. Tomorrow, we start a brand new chapter in the story that is the Puff and Stuff podcast. Um, And I think it's important we talk a little bit about how this all happened so people understand uh we've had the privilege to have a ton of really amazing sponsors through our first year um some have stuck with us the whole time some only needed us for a short time uh but we love each and every one of them and one that we've shared almost our longest relationship actually at this point at this point it is our longest professional relationship is with our friends over at uh, American Shaman of PA. A few weeks back, they contacted me and told me that one of their locations has extra room, extra space. Not only that, it used to be like a hearing aid store. So it has soundproof rooms, like reinforced soundproof rooms. And they wanted to know if we were interested in possibly moving our studios to their location. You know, and after Steph and I talked about it and I went and saw the, the, the studio, I'm like, I'm in, but Steph, you got to be in. So just a few days back, you and I traveled to what is soon to be our new studio and you took a look at it too. Um, and we made the decision that let's do it. Let's move out of, out of my house and go into this brand new location and we couldn't be more excited. Yeah, it's it's really it's going to be perfect for what we're doing. We'll be able to have like guests and sponsors, you know, uh, people who are advertising, like local bands, like all kinds of stuff. We're going to have our own space. Yep. And is- we're going to be able to bring in dogs again. <laughs> so yeah, I think the pet spotlight is probably coming back. Um, I am excited for 
what's in store. It, this is going to be a revamp of the show a little bit. Uh, hopefully what you love isn't going anywhere. We're really not getting rid of anything, but we are adding new features. Um, I'm excited about what the possibilities are at this brand new space. And the first show will be tomorrow. We are celebrating one year by having a first show at the new space. So I'm excited. Um, there might be some surprises involved. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh... I'm really excited and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you um, celebrating one Thank year. You. A lot of people doubted us. I don't want to, I don't want to name names, but you know who you are. I heard what you said. <laughs> uh, some, <laughs> well, because they said it to our faces. Some, some, some people <laughs> said it to our faces. Other people were saying it behind our backs. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I could get into a few things, but I'm not. All I'm saying is, a lot of people supported us and we'll talk more about this tomorrow, but there are, were a few people who were less than supportive and yep. to, to them, I just love proving you wrong. Every single, every single day we put out a show, we prove you wrong. Haha. Take that. So not only <laughs> is tomorrow our one year anniversary, it's also, I believe our, it will be our 253rd show. So just uh you know it's it's good we're excited about this and we're excited to share this with you guys so um hopefully you've been following all the stuff we've been posting on our social media pages about the new studio and tomorrow you'll all get to see it maybe we'll do a sneak preview today i don't know we'll see we'll see now um that's one piece of business we had to get to the other one i'm sure steph is what you're wondering what happened at my house last night yes and also i would like to make a formal request that you stop sending me thing pictures and things that seem urgent and then going oh yeah no i'll tell you about it some other time <laughs> like you send well, me pictures of fire trucks well, and then this morning i'm like what happened are you okay what's going on you don't respond so again, I said, what happened? And you're like, oh, I'll tell you about it later. Like, don't <laughs> do that to people. That drives me insane. Okay. Well, let's let's get to, to what's going on here. So uh, last night at, I want to say like 1045, out of nowhere, the smoke alarm in my whole house goes off because they're all connected to each other, right? So if one goes off, they all go off. And... It's a weird sound. Like it's not the normal smoke alarm. It was like a different beep, a different type of chirp, if you will. So I, I, I'm like, well, maybe the system is needs reset or something. I don't know what this is. There's no smoke in the house. Well, as I'm reading the smoke alarm, I realize it's not just a smoke alarm. It's a carbon monoxide alarm. It's a gas alarm. And I'm like, oh. oh, exactly. I went, oh, okay. So if your carbon monoxide alarm, if your gas alarm goes off, you're supposed to call 911 and get everybody, including pets, out of the house. Because you breathe that stuff in enough, you die. Uh, so the wife was already in bed. And she got out of bed. We grabbed the dogs. I called 911. And 
we went outside. Well, I got to give the new Cumberland Fire Department some props because I want to say within 10 minutes, shoot, within five minutes, there was a cop there. Within 10, wow. within 10 minutes, the entire New Cumberland or Fire Department was out there. I think they emptied the fire hall. They were bored or something. They sent one giant tanker truck, which is what I, uh, the picture I sent to you. But they also sent like two other cars with flashy lights. I mean, the whole, they blocked off our like block. And they went through the house and they, with all their detectors and everything, and they couldn't find anything. They came out and said, we might have had a very, 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 very slow, small gas leak from the stove. Like the stove wasn't completely shut off properly, but it was like so minute, but it was enough where the alarm could have picked it up. Um, but yeah, they made sure that was closed off. They checked everything else. They opened up all the windows for some ventilation check the batteries and all the, the alarms. And they're like, listen, we can't find anything other than maybe that slow, 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 slow gas leak that probably wouldn't have done anything. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying though. Like, thank God your detectors were working. Well, you that's, know, that's, that's really freaky. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm, I'm on the assumption that it was probably that, which means it was all my fault. Cause I was the last one to use the stove. Um, but way to go, Pop. I've, way turned, to go. I've turned on and off that stove hundreds of times. I, you know, I know what I'm doing, or do I? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> apparently not. But, but yeah, like they showed up in force, like it was crazy. And one Good of the for them. yeah, no, First I, no, I deserve all the credit. I'm not picking on them at all. They did great. We appreciate it. One guy was like, I know who you are. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. And he goes, don't worry. I won't tell anyone. I won't make a big deal. I know who you are, though. I like the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, bro. Oh, God bless him. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you for saving Puff and his wife and Cash and Mookie. Yeah. Are they okay? Everybody's fine. We slept Good. fine. More importantly, we woke up. That's always a good thing. Um, oh, yeah. Because normally with that type of stuff, you fall asleep and you never wake up. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, no, that's totally awful. A lot of, you know, there's thousands of deaths a year from carbon monoxide poisoning. So, uh, right. We, we, Something else to worry about. Again, we don't, we're not right, really sure. And they weren't 100% sure, but they came in, checked it out, ran all their, you know, brought all their little testers and stuff. And we're good. They, they felt comfortable letting us back in our house. So we felt comfortable going in. And, you know, the, the alarms have not gone off since. They were super so nice. Go to what? No, go ahead. No, I said they were super nice about it, though, because at first they were like, well, maybe your batteries are dead and the smoke alarm. I'm like, if the battery's dead, why would the whole house get set off? Normally, if the batteries are dying or dead on an alarm, it just goes beep, like every 45 seconds or something like that. Right. This was an alarm going off. So at first, I almost was like, really? We took the entire fire department out of their... You know, out, out of their garage and brought them here for a dead battery. But I don't it, it wasn't that it wasn't that. Oh, good. Yeah, I didn't know you were supposed to call 911 if your if your carbon monoxide alarms went off. So that's good to know. Yeah, you have to because they got to come in and um, and check it and make sure that it's safe for you and your family to go back in the house. So they they were very thorough, checked all of our gas lines, checked everything else. So no, they did a great job. and We're very fortunate to have them. But that's what all that was about. 
we're okay. Sorry if I made you nervous. But if I was texting you, you have to kind of assume that things are okay. Well, I didn't think you were dead. I just didn't know what was happening. It's like it's like those people that post on Facebook, can't believe this is happening. I'm freaking out. My life is terrible. And then you, someone comments like, what's happening? And they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, don't, don't do that to people. FML, FML. <laughs> uh, what's wrong? Just, you know, things, stuff. I'll, I'll, you know, just, it's bad. Just pray for me. Okay. Yes, that drives me nuts. Okay. Tell us what's happening or don't tell me that anything's happening. Because Steph's, you know? Steph's nosy, that's why. No, it's because I get very worried. And you're a little nosy. And you're a little nosy. Mostly worried. 50-50. All right. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, friends, we got that advice column for you. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717-766. 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. I have a feeling that as we help Brandy here today, we're also going to be helping other people because I have a feeling that she's not the only one going through this right now. The holidays are coming up. Yay. Yay. Except how do you deal with COVID in the holidays? It's It's an important question. Right. All right, got this one two weeks ago. Sorry we took so long, Brandy. I don't think I saw it right away. My fault, my fault, my fault. Okay. Dear Puff and Steph, I'm writing you because I'm not sure how to tell my brother that we aren't going to his house for Thanksgiving. Every year he has this big feast with about 30 people. 
Yes, 30. He invites family and friends. Wow, that's a, that's a big party. That sounds uh, like a fun party. Yeah, right? I just don't know how... Or Sorry, I just don't know if I feel comfortable going to that with that many people there. I take COVID seriously, and I just feel like he and the other people going are not going to take it as seriously. He says I can wear a mask and then he'll put me and my two boys in another room to eat. He has to put people in multiple rooms. His house is big, but not enough where everyone can fit in one room. Okay. I do appreciate him trying to accommodate us, but I still feel uneasy about the whole situation. The problem is that he really is not taking no for an answer. He always does a big Thanksgiving then I usually do more of a low-key Christmas, about 10 to 12 people, including his wife and his son. He made a remark that if I don't go to his giant Thanksgiving party, he won't come to my Christmas one. Oh. To be honest, I wasn't even sure if I was going to have one this year, but I think it's pretty messed up that he's saying things like this. I love my brother, obviously, but I think he's being very childish here. How do you talk to him about all this? I really do not want to go. I know this is important to him. It's his favorite event every year, but my family's safety is the most important thing to me. Thanks in advance for any suggestions on how to handle this. Brandy. Okay. Um, there's a couple ways you can handle it. I think personally, one, you just tell him, I love you to death, but I'm going to, you know, my boys and I are going to have a small Thanksgiving, just us. And, you know, hopefully that doesn't change And whatever he decides for Christmas. You can't, you can't hand or you can't worry about that. You have your priorities. He has his priorities. That's one way. Another way, and maybe you haven't thought about this, is to make an early appearance. Show up mad early. Maybe even help him prep. Maybe just you. All right. And so you're making a point to be there for him. Right. And. Then when people start showing up, you bow out and you go home and have a low key Thanksgiving with your, with your kids. Like that could be another way where you're showing him that he's important to you, but not like you're not putting yourself in any type of peril that you think. Right. That's a good idea because he can't say, then he can't say, well, I'm not coming to your house for Christmas because you didn't come over for Thanksgiving. Because she can say, no, I made an effort to be there. I was there. I, you know, I was there for you. Right. At this point, I look back to my belief on personal responsibility. Okay. I'm a firm believer that we all have to make the, right now, we're all making decisions on what's best for us and our family. For some of you, that means staying in your house, you know, with, with your with your freeze dried emergency food and never leaving your bunker. Right? That's <laughs> that's some of you, and that's okay. For others, that means going about your daily life. Um, you know, trying to take precautions, wearing masks, social distancing, washing hands, all that good stuff. But you're not letting it completely control or affect your life as much as you can help it. I don't really see a problem with that either. The problem is, is when those two belief systems kind of clash, you know, and I'm not saying Brandy's a, you know, a bunker person who's like, hold up. I'm just saying that, 
you are trying to be safer than your brother is, it looks like. I don't really have a problem with you. I don't have a problem with your brother. You guys are making the best decisions for each other and for your for your each individual family. So I'm not going to pick on him. I'm not going to pick on her. Everyone does what they need to do for themselves. Well, and I think that's what we need to remember about all of this is everybody's going to kind of feel a little bit differently and handle things a little bit differently. And at the end of the day, you just kind of have to understand and respect that. Yep. Like for me, I want to see my family on holidays and I don't want a pandemic to just halt my life and not let me see anybody. But for some people, maybe they're immunocompromised, maybe they're older, like maybe they have asthma, who knows? So everybody can kind of make their own decision. And it bothers me that her brother isn't more respectful of that and that he's like holding it against her almost like, well, I'm not going to see you at Christmas. You know, that's hard. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, I think that one of those two suggestions I made is for the best. One of them is just do what you're going to do, do what's best for your family and trust that your brother's going to make the right decision. But you also said that you weren't sure you were going to have Christmas at your house. So maybe this is all a moot point. Uh, Or two, if you're really that worried about you and your brother's relationship, I mean, I don't, it's, I mean, it's kind of weird that a Thanksgiving is getting, you know, in the way, but I mean, obviously this is really important to him. Then just show up early. Show up super early, maybe help him make some pie or something. I don't know what you do. Um, right. But, Take something over. And then and then just bounce, you know, leave. And then you're right, Steph. He can't say, well, you didn't come to my house. So, that I don't know. I think, I think that's a good idea. I like that idea. Like, make an effort to at least do something because he can't come at him then. That's my, that's my view. All right. Hopefully, Brandy, we helped. If you guys have an advice column, hit us up on the Facebook page or Puff at PuffAndStuff.com. Coming up, we talk more coronavirus. I know. I know. It's the Puff and Steph podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. 
Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. This is an interesting thing that I never even thought about with this coronavirus. And I need to ask, um, like one of my best friends, Scooter, he had coronavirus. And I want to know that if I want to know if he feels like this. Um, people are saying that the, the, the people that get coronavirus are saying that they feel tainted in the eyes of others because they got it you know what i could totally see that because my biggest fear about getting it has honestly been that people would be like "Ooh, gross like not want to be friends with you anymore even after the two weeks are over i think some people are still like hesitant about being near that person even when they're not like i've been i've, I've golfed with scooter since he got the coronavirus and i'm fine right like for the most part it seems like if you get it once you really can't get it again now, I think there's been outliers. I don't know how many, but I th- I think for the most part, um, if you get it once, you don't get it again. So I-, I haven't been too worried. I haven't treated him as an outcast or anything like that. But people say that they feel like they've become tainted in others' eyes or guilty. Here's another one. Guilty for surviving when others haven't. Um, uh, this one I don't agree with. Guilty. This one I don't agree with. This one is more like uh, this is gonna get me in trouble. You're milking it in a way. You got coronavirus. You're fine. You know, Bill's dad got it and he didn't survive. So you're making it about yourself. Well, now I just feel guilty because Bill's dad got it and didn't survive. And I did. So now I feel like I personally, I think this is like, and again, I'm sure I'm going to get some hate for this. This is kind of like making it about yourself. That makes sense. I mean, I feel like they're making it not about themselves, though, because they're like feeling bad that somebody else didn't have maybe as good of health. I think it depends on how they express this feeling. Do they express right. it at all? I think the second you express it, you're making it about yourself. If it's an internal, right. if it's an internal thing, we're like, man, I feel kind of bad for you know because I survived, but so and so didn't. Um, if you internalize it, you're right, a hundred percent. I think that's normal but if you're like putting it on facebook or you're telling your friends like i'm just dealing with a lot of guilt right now because i survived and so and so didn't like bro chick whoever i'm talking to stop making it about yourself stop like looking stop looking for victim points stop looking for pity points like no one feels sorry for you that you survived the coronavirus right it could be attention seeking if they're doing it in a certain way but it is another kind of mental health issue to deal with along with everything else going on right now, whether or not you got the coronavirus. Um, it's just, the, it's another variation of shame. Um, what to, you know, what it to is. tell your friends and family. 
And I get that because I actually have a very close friend who is close to somebody who had it. And she made a comment the other day, like, I'm really nervous about being around so-and-so. And I said, it's been like three weeks since they had it. Like they're, like, they're more than fine. The experts say 14 days is enough. And honestly, that's probably more than enough as it is. Right. And... I would, you know, I was like, I kind of feel bad for that person because it's not your fault if you get it. Anybody is bound to get it. But I do think that people kind of look at you like, oh, he or she had COVID. You wear the, the scarlet letter. <laughs> you have a C. You have a C on every article of clothing. Oh, they had COVID. They and here's the thing. Ew. Like, here's the thing. Just because you got it doesn't mean you weren't being safe. A ton of people who follow the guidelines still got it. So exactly. some people are like. If I get it, they're going to think that I was irresponsible. Well, if someone thinks that, that they're a moron. Um, right. Now, if you post a bunch of pictures on social media of you, like, partying and making out with strangers and stuff one weekend and then the next weekend, <laughs> the next weekend, you're like, I can't breathe so good. Um, you know, maybe it was your fault. Eh, maybe you made some poor decisions. But, I mean, we all make poor decisions. We are the decisions we make. And yours led you to COVID. Um, you know, like I said, the, you're, you're probably going to be fine when you do recover. There's no reason to feel guilty that you recovered and someone else didn't. Right. Um, unfortunately, it's just the, the virus doesn't play favorites. You know? It affects everybody differently, it sounds like. Yeah. So that's just something else. Don't make it about yourself if you survive. All right. Don't, I feel so yeah, don't guilty. Feel I feel so guilty that I survived putting it on social media. Beep, 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 beep. Woe is me. <clears throat> They're looking for this. Don't worry, Karen. You got a girl. Go you. <laughs> Don't worry. That's what they want. They want, they want like affirmation of them being awesome. All right. Um, let's do some stumping of stuff for the last time in the studio. According to a recent survey, the average person does this around age 31. So think about something. Um, I'm gonna like lead you down a path. It's all about something not being as important. Something not being as important as it used to be around age 31. They stopped partying. Uh, close, but not quite. Quit smoking cigarettes. No, no, no. You're closer with partying. Um, what are they partying for? They stopped throwing birthday parties for themselves. In a way, they stopped celebrating their birthday at age 31. Oh, no, you should always celebrate it. Once you get to 30, you're like, whatever. I don't need to tell anyone how old I am anymore. Um, you reach your peak performance for this activity in the mid-30s. It's not a physical activity. This is tough. This is very, very, very tough. The questions are going to be important. Not a physical activity. Mm. It's something. It something. It, it's something you you pride yourself in. Uh, oh no! Sleeping. No, it's not <laughs> sleep. You your peak sleeping. Um, wow, you haven't re even reached your peak yet, Steph. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> no, it's like I said, it's nothing physical at all. So even it's it's less physical than sleeping. Um, I, I always thought you could get better at this, but apparently you can't. You reach your peak performance 
I think like the, let's just give you a straight up hint. The more you read, I thought you'd be better at this. So it's something that like intellectual. Yes. Yes. Intellectual. It's like trivia. You do, Your peak performance for trivia night. Nope. It requires thinking. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's just memorization. Um, this, is, this is tough. I'm just, this is tough. Memorization. Your peak performance for remembering specific things from your past dates. It's not, it's not anything to do with you. So it's not, it's not like, yeah, it has nothing to do with you or your background or anything like that. You start, so you're memorizing something. You start learning it in school and your peak performance is mid thirties or yeah, say you reach your peak performance. So you 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 started in school, but you get really good at it in your thirties, then you start to go down. Does it have to do with math? Nope. History. Nope. Science. Nope. English, like reading, grammar. Close. Close. Uh, reading, grammar, punctuation, nope. spelling. 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 <laughs> so it's all downhill after that point. You forget how to spell things. Well, no, apparently like you're going up, going up, going up. And in your mid thirties, you're like, I, I'm never been a better speller than I am right now. And then it starts to go downhill after that. Oh, great. So it's just all downhill from there. Yeah. most Trust me. Most of your thirties is just like that. Uh, oh, good. You know, I don't good. want to say goodbye to the studio yet. Let's do one more. Uh, the majority of people think you should never do this after age 38. What is it? Me? I say you can do it whenever you want your life. But the majority of people say, you know, as is in judging other people said, you should never do this after age 38. Um, does it have to do with something you're wearing? No. Is it like wearing a bikini or something? Nope. Um... Something you're physically doing? Um, no, you're not doing it per se. Like 99 times out of a hundred, you're not doing it. I guess you could do it to yourself, but most of the time other people are doing it to you. Oh, somebody's doing it to you. And what's the purpose are of you, it? it or you have it done or you have it done. We'll just say it like that. I, it's not good. Ooh. Dyeing your hair a certain color. Nope. But you are kind of on the right track. It has nothing to do with hair, per se, but you're on the right track of somebody doing it to you. <laughs> it reminds me of that, um, I think it's a progressive commercial, where they're like, don't turn into your parents. And then he's like, her hair is blue. <laughs> like, Because like, they can't believe their blue. hair is blue. blue. That's what blue. I was thinking of. <laughs> yes. Um. So is it viewed as something like kind of like young and immature, like that young people do? Yeah, I don't. Want, I wouldn't say immature, but it's more or less young people do it, and then you don't hear too often about old old people doing it. But thirty eight's not old. Oh, getting a tattoo. Boom. Nailed it. Oh! Nailed it. Nice job. Yeah. I can get a tattoo whenever you want. That's, That's what stupid. I say. That's what I say. But the majority of people are judgmental jerks. Uh, okay. So, 
this is it. This is the last show in the in the old studio. So we're gonna say goodbye to. I mean, a lot of the stuff is coming with us to the new studio, but, um, yeah. What do you think? Are you ready for the for the next page, the next chapter? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. It's a big step, and it's like exactly a year after we started. I think it's good timing. I'm I'm pumped. Cool. Me too. All right, guys. Uh, next time we talk to you, we will be in our brand new studio. Um, not only that, we'll be celebrating one year of doing this podcast. Um, thank you for everything, and on to the next one. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast.